That's the key to my blessings. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. If I mention your name or my name, I just get a puff of smoke. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. But in the name of Jesus, in the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of Jesus, and Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, then I'll be ashamed of you. Amen. And Paul said, for we are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God that leads to salvation. Praise God. And I want to thank God for our young people. We love you. Amen. We love you. We thank God for you. Amen. That's the same look I had on my face when I was that age. Hurry up so I can get out of here. Praise the Lord. But I do thank the Lord. You, you know, I was sitting here thinking, I mentioned my Marine friend in the military. I, I was sitting next to Dan. I said, man, after, after seven years, I've been out 42 years. After seven years, 42. I said, oh, my God. Praise the Lord. But God is good. Isn't he good? He's mighty good. Praise the name of Jesus. And um, take Jesus with you, Marine, wherever you go. Amen. He's, he is your hope, and he is your protective device. Praise God. To our praise dancer, where's my baby? Where'd she go? Hey, stand up, babe. Come on, come up here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, she thanked her grandmother. Stand, grandmother. Stand, grandmother. Amen. We praise God for you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Because... Um, this year her mother went home to be with the Lord. Amen. We love you, baby. Good job. Good job. All right, baby. Praise Jesus. And listen, you're going to see her again. Amen. I'm going to see mine again. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we're going to sing, we're going to shout, the victory to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we thank the Lord again on this Mother's Day, and I am excited that uh, we can uh, meet in his name and reflect on our great mothers who were instrumental in bringing us up. Amen. Yeah. I, I remember in South Philly, we had a Went, went in the refrigerator to get a bologna sandwich, had two pieces of Wonder Bread, and wondered where the meat was. <laughs> Lord have mercy. And it taught us, once we didn't find no bologna, we made a mustard sandwich. See, 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 see the adaptability and amen, and uh, I had a friend that made a sugar sandwich. Had another friend that made a mayonnaise sandwich. Can't you invite, can, listen, can't you invent some sandwiches when you run out of stuff? You know God is in that. When we run out of stuff, God will show us another way. Won't he show us another way? Praise the Lord. Spam and, yeah, processed cheese. And, yeah, uh-huh. Pork, pork and beans. Remember all that? Yeah, salam alaikum to you too. Yeah, we were all, all that, all that, all that, all that, all that. Yeah. In fact, we ate whatever they put before us. And if you didn't eat it, your parents told you you're not hungry. How many of y'all was raised like that? You, you ain't hungry. You ain't, hungry. ain't nobody go back in there and cook another meal for you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That was, that was it. Come to the kitchen table and go like this. Ugh. You just sit there and go, the whole meal, that's it, that's it. But God is good, praise the Lord. Now, I, I, some, some of y'all out there, I don't want to raise my kids that way. God bless you. Amen. You need help. All right, so here we go. Praise the name of Jesus. Um, this morning, this morning, I want to deal with the a composite of care. A composite of care. Mother's Day is typically a day of recognition where we remember, respect, and consciously 
and verbally reward our mothers for their relevancy. Thank God for mothers. Proverbs chapter 4 talks about, listen, the law of the father is instruction. The law of the mother is love. Thank God for a mother's love. They love, they labor, they liberate. They spend a lot of time, toil, as they touch our lives. They manage their homes, and they help mature their children, even in the midst of mess. Uh-huh. They minister to us in our misgivings. And anybody can readily attribute their care, their counsel, and their motherly commitment to their lives. Thank God for our mothers. And if you had a mother, you thank God for your mother. Amen. Amen. And uh, we uh, constantly look at this vehicle of motherhood and a great composite of a mother is warmth, wisdom, and their sense of worship along with a work ethic, work ethic, work ethic. I never saw my mother sitting around. Never, I don't even remember her idle. There was uh, six kids in my family and there was always a lot of work. And uh, we don't talk about what your mother and my mother had to suffer through. They had to go through stuff that you are not even privy to. Thank God for our mothers. Today I want to look at a composite, and the composite essentially is um, a taking of characteristics or a uh, microcosm of a greater uh, subject matter, and I, I just want to look at some composites of a godly mother, three mothers that are in scripture, and I want to kind of just give a synopsis of each of them. One was a mother who was in conflict. Say conflict. Major conflict, and she decided to pray. She decided to pray in conflict. And in conflict, we should, all of us, should remember that when we're in conflict, we ought to pray. Amen. And, and, and we're going to talk about how she prayed and uh, when she prayed and why she prayed, but we ought to pray. The second mother is a mother, amen, not of conflict, but of conferencing with her soul that she pondered. She had to keep calling conference meetings with her own soul so that she could, listen, she could try to figure out the complexities that were taking place in her life. And then the final mother we're going to look at is a mother, a man who transmitted a confidence in her son as she prepared her son. We're going to look at those three composites. The virtuous woman of Proverbs 31 is not a, a mother of prayer, not a mother, amen, of uh, pondering, or not a mother of preparation. She's a mother of productivity. When you look at that model of that mother in Proverbs 31, she prepared, she, she, she had a lot of productivity for her husband, her household, and she even had a business on the side. Isn't that right? And, and you look, if you don't learn anything else about the virtuous woman, she's virtuous because she prioritized everything according to God's will. Some, sometimes our lives are out of priority. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so this morning, we're going to look at this composite of care. I want you to turn with me, if you will, to 1 Samuel chapter 1, 1 Samuel that's to the right of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, and then after Judges comes 1 Samuel. Get your Bibles or grab one out of the pew. 1 Samuel, 1 Samuel, chapter 1. Can I get a witness? And, and, and we're going to look at our first mother. This composite picture of our mother is Hannah, the mother of Samuel, 
who was a praying mother. Hannah, the mother of Samuel, who was a praying mother. Now, let me stop falls apart. The reason she started praying, because she was in conflict. She was in a lot of conflict. In other words, there was in her life an infliction that produced prayer. Now, I'm going to systematically, by the grace of God, do some theological connectivity. I want you to pay close attention to the connectivity. Sometimes God will let pain come into our lives so that we will start praying towards his purpose. And if it, if it had not been for the pain, you wouldn't start praying towards that purpose. Do I have a witness? This thing going to get tight up in here. And as this mother prayed towards that purpose, she found out, amen, that God not only paid attention to her prayers, but God it was the one that prompted her to pray. And God allowed her to make God himself a promise that she kept which hinged on her future promotion. I'm, uh, this thing is heavy. This thing is heavy. It's not about a mother in crisis who just decides to pray. It's about a woman with some deep, deep insights. And, and, and it's here. The word Hannah means grace. So we already know that God has already been paving the way and working for her. And through her pain, through her pain, Samuel, Samuel was a prolific, listen, he was the last judge in the book of Judges, that 350 period of dark Israel history where every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And Samuel was the last judge and Samuel was the first recognized prophet. Now, Moses was a prophet too, but he's the first recognized prophet. He lived, he prophesied 40 years. He's the one that anointed the first king of Israel, Saul. He's the one that anointed the second king of Israel, David, the psalmist. You remember when he went to the house of Jesse and, and God had told him, go down to the house, take his cruiser oil because he's going to... Amen. He had already, God had already refused Saul and God was now choosing David and God sent Samuel down and said, I want you to anoint a son of Jesse to be the next king. And the Bible says that Samuel went down and he, and he went to each son. It was seven of them. And amen. The oil would not run. And Samuel said, something's wrong here. And he asked Jesse, do you have another son? He said, yeah, a little ruddy boy out there raising sheep. He said, that's him. Take me to him. And when he put the cruiser oil on David, the oil ran down. And David was anointed the king. That was Samuel, the prophet. And when he died, Israel mourned for 40 years. Great, great man, great, great man, great, great man of God. But as we get back to our story... Amen. We see in chapter 1, verse 10, first 10 verses, uh, Hannah's sorrow. Hannah's sorrow. But unto Hannah, verse 5, and let me, let me just kind of synopsize this for the sake of time, that Elkanah was a godly man, but he had two wives, Penaniah and uh, Hannah. Now, God's blueprint for marriage has always been the perfect pattern of one husband and one wife. Always. It has never deviated. When you get to Matthew 19, 8, they ask Jesus the same question. Well, what about this? Moses said that we could give our wives a, 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 a written dismissal, divorce. Jesus said from the beginning it was never so. But God allowed it, permissive will, for the hardness of your hearts. So polygamy was never God's will. And, and so he had two wives, and the name of the first was Penaniah, verse 2. The name of the second was Hannah, verse 2. But Hannah was barren, could have no children. Are you with me? And Hannah's problem was that she 
was not only sad because of her state, but Penaniah kept perplexing and per persecuting her, making fun of her. Now, all this is under the same roof. Turn to your neighbor and say, same roof. A house divided cannot stand. So this man got two wives. They're at each other's throats. Uh, one is resentful. One, amen, is ridiculing. And the Bible lets us know that we see her sorrow in the first 10 verses. And she goes to Eli, the priest, and she begins to pray until Eli thinks she's drunk. Her lips are moving, but nothing's coming out. She was in anguish of soul. And she finally tells Eli, I have not been drinking. I am hurting. I'm in pain. I'm in conflict. Therefore, I'm praying. Do you know how many times your mother and my mother prayed in conflict? You only know some of the episodes. You don't know all the episodes. Can I get a witness? Could have been the marriage, could have been the money, could have been the ministry, could have been the mind. They prayed. They had to pray through some heavy, heavy stuff that the kids were just not privy to. There was a time when our parents said, there's nobody in here your age. By family business was not discussed in the living room. I'm preaching up in here, Doc. Can I get a witness? There, there was no mm -hmm, decisions made on vacations in front of the kids. First of all, ain't nobody had no vacations. You went to Fairmount Park and came on back. Can I get a witness? Today we take two and three vacations. Going on cruises and islands and all that. Your parents ain't never witnessed none of that. Are y'all praying with me? Yeah. I think the furthest I went was Market Street. That's about it. Wildwood, Atlantic City, that's it. Coney Island. I was in the island. That's it. And that was a bus trip. In the name of Jesus. But check it out, check it out, check it out. So, so, so her sorrow in the first ten verses is here. And, 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 and then we move to her supplication, verses 11 and 19. And, 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 and here's what I want you to, to, to connect. I'm talking about connectivity. She prayed out of her pain. We ought not get on the phone or get on selfies, get on, yeah, Facebook with your pain. Let me preach this thing. Can't nobody on Facebook help your pain? I'm having a bad day. Who cares? You ought to take your pain to Jesus. You ought to take all your pain and lay it on his feet and walk away praising his name. Can I get a witness? Uh, child, child of God, she prayed in her pain, she was in conflict, she was inflicted. But that's not even the moral of the story. The moral is that as she prayed, God promoted a plan, Lord have mercy, and as God began to promote this plan to give her a male child, yeah, at a certain time of the year, here's what Hannah did. Hannah promised back to God, that I too will be righteous. If you let me have this child, I will rear him up to a certain age. I'll make him some priestly clothes and I'll send him to the temple for the rest of his life. He was with Eli. Are y'all getting this? You know, watch the promises you make because God's watching them too. See, in our pain, we'll make promises we don't mean. But God intends for you to keep what you promised. Are y'all praying with me? 
So, 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 so she, she promised, and then, and then she, on, she went on and had the baby, and we, we moved from the sorrow to the supplication and then to the surrender. When, 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 when the baby finally came, she took him back to the temple laughing there. But that's not the end of the story. When she took the baby back to the temple and left the baby there, young Samuel, God then touched the wound, and she had five more kids. Don't you know God will pay you back when you keep your promise? Don't, don't, don't you know God is able to, Lord, have mercy. If you, if you get sincere about Jesus Christ, I'm not talking about any flimsy vow, but I've heard old folk in the church say, I told the Lord, I promised him, Lord, have mercy. I made a vow to him. Yeah, and there, ought to have, there ought to be some stick to to what comes out of our mouth. It ought to come from our heart because it's easy when we're in pain to say a whole lot of things. Can I get a witness? Well, Lord, if you just get me out of this, I promise I'll go to church. Are you lying? Can I get a witness? And sometimes God's got to keep us down. So we'll learn to keep our words. He'll, God's got to keep us down in, in conflict and in pain. Oh, I'm going to preach, baby. I'm going to preach. So God got the praise. Mm. Because this woman of pain prayed. Now let me, let me. Our mothers was praying for us. Our grandmothers was praying for us. As my grandmother say, when we was cutting the fool. <laughs> just, just praying. Just praying. Just praying for you know. You know, I got perspective from my grandmother. She, she moved to Philadelphia in 1922. She grew up in South Carolina. And I used to sit there and listen to her tell these stories, and I look at her like, oh, nah. She said, on, on Wednesday nights, we would light a lantern and walk 10 miles through the woods to prayer meeting. Through the woods. Snakes, through the woods. We pull up here in BMWs, we can't even come to church. They were committed. Weren't they committed? And all they did on Sunday was church. There wasn't no running. <laughs> wasn't no malls. They were just committed to the Lord. Isn't that right? And, and, and I'm sitting up there talking to my grandmother. I'm, 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 just, I'm just a young man. I'm got out of the military. I'm saved. I'm trying to learn this life. And I... She's always lived it in here. She's sitting in her kitchen, 95-degree weather, uh, with, this, with no fan, no air conditioning, sweat running down her. She wiping sweat and just fanning. And here I am, got an air conditioner in my car, got an air conditioner in my house. And I said, you want me to buy air conditioner? She said, no, I'm fine. And I said, well, how do you make it? She said, I dare you to trust me. <laughs> now, I got air conditioning, and I feel like I'm in hell. She's sweating and she got peace. Are y'all getting me? And then when you go to church on Sunday, the ushers were good for passing out them fans. Yeah, don't pass no fans out in here. We got air conditioning here now. I don't know. Everybody doing this, you know, in, in the name of Jesus. And what, what, what is it I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say that, child of God, when, when we're in pain, when we're in conflict, we learn to adapt. We learn to promise, we learn to promote, we learn to praise his name, we learn that in everything we ought to give thanks. I, I, I don't care what your background is. Some people say, well, you don't know what, what, what my mother did, you don't know my father, it doesn't matter. You still here. Somebody woke you up this morning. Somebody, somebody started you on your way. Somebody, somebody made a pathway for your life. Somebody had to sacrifice so you wouldn't suffer like they suffered. Do I have a witness? And Hannah, Hannah, Hannah made promises to God. And God knew she was going to keep him. And when she kept him, he just bought them all. Are y'all getting that? What a woman. What a woman of God. 
ridiculed by a rival. Lord have mercy. Barren. Mm, conflict. Deep sense of infliction. But she just kept on praying. And see, pr the nature of prayer is not you pray once. Lord have mercy. Then our mothers teach us how to pray. Then they teach us how to pray. Every time you go to eat, taught you how to pray for that food. Isn't that right? Yeah. Taught you at night how to pray. Doesn't it sound familiar? Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my what? Soul to take. That, that, that was one of them family prayers. Now my problem as pastor and preacher is this. You can't sit out there being saved 40 years and at night you're talking about now I lay me down to sleep. You ought to have more than enough to say. Philippians 4 says you ought to come with some praise. You ought to thank him for everything. You ought to thank him through everything. You ought to thank him in everything. Lord, it was hard. Lord, I was hurt. Lord, I got a history. But God, you, you ought to learn how to thank him. You know why? Because it could have been worse. Thank you, Jesus. My mother played out the hand that was dealt to her. I'll tell you what that means sometime. See, God chooses what's dealt out to you. You can't play what you don't have. Can I get a witness? I'm sorry for using this carnal card playing uh, uh, metaphor, but child of God, if, if you don't have the cards, yeah, that you want to have, you play what you do have. Can I get a witness? That if life brings a lemon, you make lemonade. You got to learn to adapt. You got to learn to adjust. You got to learn hey, to put into play everything that God has afforded you and give him all the praise. Lord, I'm going to praise you for where you brought me from. Lord, I'm going to praise you for what you're doing right now. Lord, I'm going to praise you for where you're taking my kids. Lord, I'm going to praise you because I woke up this morning and all of my kids are still alive. I'm going to praise you. Even when the hellhounds come in, when Satan is on my doorstep, when confusion's in my mind, I choose. It's an act of your will. I'm going to praise him in everything. Let's give some thanks. Let's thank the Lord for our mothers. Thank the Lord for our fathers. Thank the Lord for the years. Can I get a witness? Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glory to God. Thank you. Hannah, yeah, was a mother who prayed, yeah, through her conflict. My God. And conflict will come to your door. Want to come to your door? It may not have been there this morning, but it may be there tomorrow morning. Can I keep, keep on living? Can I get a witness? Don't you ever think you exempt from suffering? Don't you ever think the hellhounds bypass your door? Don't you ever think confusion won't come in your marriage? I'm preaching up in this place. Don't you ever think that you get in the way scot-free because trouble comes into everybody's life. It's just what you choose to do with it. If you let trouble make you a victim, then you lost the battle. But you got to be like the Apostle Paul. Trouble? Let me open up the door. Come on in. For when I'm weak, then I'm really strong. Can I get a witness? You got to learn to use trouble to his glory. You, you got to learn to look at trouble as something that's going to promote you. Can I get a witness? Everybody that God promoted, they looked back and said, I wonder how I got over. It was him. I said him. Now unto him. Who's there? <laughs>
was a praying mother. But secondly, yeah, Mary, we'll see Mary, the mother of Jesus, she was a pondering mother. Yeah, she kept getting called into this inspection of her soul. Now, I want you to turn to Luke chapter 2 real quick. Luke 2, come on, to your right. Come on, grab a Bible, just put it back. Luke 2, Luke 2, Luke 2. Praise the name of Jesus. Don't you ever believe a preacher? Luke 2, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke 2, Luke 2, Luke 2, and verse 18 and 19. Now, 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 look at the language. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the who? Shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. The word pondered in the Greek is symbolo. And that Greek word symbolo means, listen, to call into, to call yourself into, Lord have mercy, to call yourself into, watch this now, a, a certain type of meeting with your soul. It's to call yourself into a conference with your soul. It's to say, because of all these perplexities, I don't understand. So I'm going to symbolo. I'm going to ponder this stuff. And I want to understand from God what's going on. Do I have a witness? So, so, so Mary was probably 16 or 17, a young girl and highly favored. Now, let me stop, pause, and park for those of you that have certain backgrounds. Mary is not the mother of God. God has no mother. Mary is the mother of Jesus. Differentiate that. We don't pray to Mary. We pray to Jesus. Do I have a witness? And in fact, if you got a cross around your neck, Jesus ain't on no crucifix. My Bible says he got up early on Sunday morning. Uh, do I have a witness? Amen. So, 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 child of God, child of God, child of God, when you begin to look at this matter of the hypostatic union, that uh, this young girl, amen, was having a baby born of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, 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 and by the way, this, this hypostatic union, this born of the Holy Spirit, was a miraculous birth. It was the coming of the Messiah. A, a, amen. And Mary, Mary was confused, but Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord. Mary had to get saved. Mary had to believe that Jesus died for her sins. Do I have a witness? Ma Mary was baffled. Mary was perplexed. In fact, at the wedding at Canaan, John chapter 2, Mary came to Jesus and said they ran out of wine. It was a wedding, a big wedding. And Jesus said, what do you want me to do? My hour has not yet come. And then and Mary looked at Jesus and said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Can I get a witness? And, and so, child of God, when we look at Mary, who fulfills Isaiah 7, 14, the armor that a young handmaid will have a baby, and this baby will deliver mankind from their sins. That Mary goes into this conference call within her soul. I, I love this. I love this. Look at Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Turn back to Matthew. Come on now. Matthew 1, 18. Come on. If you want the word, come to St. Matthews. If you want gimmicks and politics, go somewhere else. Look, Matthew chapter 1, 18. In the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Now the birth, are you with me? Of Jesus Christ, the word Jesus means Savior, Christ means Christos, anointed one. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was a spouse engaged to Joseph. This, this rethrothal period was one year. In that one year of time, if I choose a woman to be my wife, in that time we were a spouse, we were betrothed, a one year period. In that one year... I made it known that she was mine and I was hers, which means we were committed. 
And in that one year time, the man would tell the future wife, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And when I come back, I'll receive you to myself. Your job, virgin, is to stay pure, keep the oil burning, because you don't know the day or the hour that I'm returning. Are y'all getting this story? Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, child of God, uh, this one-year betrothal period right here, she was a spouse of Joseph before they came together sexually. We got to protect the miraculous birth of Christ. Say, well, you know, I struggle with that. What are you struggling with? How can a woman have a baby w without sex? Well, how can a whale spit a man out in the will of God after he just picked him up in another place? How can a black cow eat green grass and give white milk? In fact, how are you here this morning? Because you're the real miracle. You ought to be dead and in hell. Can I get a witness? Amen. And the next time you want to see a miracle, just go home and look in the mirror and say, mirror, mirror on the wall. How I get here? Uh, let me stop. God don't have to prove to you. God can do whatever he wants to do. God can take nothing and make something. God can wait the stuff gets so late and deep. And, come on now. And damaging and then rush in and save it. Somebody said he's able. And you got to believe that he's able. He's able to get three Hebrew boys out of an oven. He, he's able to give a lion lockjaw. He, he, he's able to feed 13,000 with two small sardines and a piece of bread. He's able to call the dead back from the grave after rigor mortis and decomposition has set in. He's able. God can do whatever he wants to do. That's what makes him God. Can I get a witness? Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I, 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 you can't make me doubt him. Because I know too much about him. He was talking to Ezekiel one day by the river Cheba. He said, son of man, let me transport you somewhere. Where are we going, God? To the graveyard. Son of man, can these bones live? Ezekiel had a lot of sense. He said, thou knowest, Lord. He said, preach to the bones. I'm preaching up in this place. See, the word of God can make that which is dead come back to life again. He said, preach to the bones. And then after Ezekiel started preaching, he said, now preach to the wind. The wind is the Holy Ghost. You, you need the word and the Holy Ghost to get the dead out of hell. Songwriter said, I don't know why Jesus loves me. I don't know why he cares. I don't know why he sacrificed his life, but oh, I'm so glad he did. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, this one's tight. So, 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 so here's Mary, perplexed, perplexed. And how many times, not only our mothers, but us. I've been pastoring here 29 years. You know how many times I had to go into a private conference room? to confer with my soul when all hell was breaking out within me when I didn't know where I was going which way I was going can I get a witness I felt weak on this side and weak on that side felt like giving up felt like going back somebody know what I'm talking about can I get a witness but God won't God meet us won't God meet us when we need him won't, won't, won't he show up when we're ready to give up won't God be a, a table in the midst of our enemies won't God make us lie down in green pastures there was a dramatic plan there was a dreaming persuasion in verse 20 now here go, here's Joseph, and we don't talk enough about Joseph, he was a just man. Joseph was a good, just man. Let's thank God for Joseph. Well, Sister Gordon came home and said, I'm pregnant, it's the Holy Ghost. I'll be loading up. 
of y'all husbands would believe that report? Raise your hand so I can smack you. <laughs> and the reason I know this to be true, because some of your wives came home and said, I'm pregnant. You said, is it mine? You had questions when it was yours. So let's, let's, let, let's just throw everything out this morning. And the minute you saw that face, you said, yeah, it's mine. My God today. Joseph was a just man. You, see, you ain't getting no preaching nowhere else like but here. You know what I try to do? I try to put us, Wayne Jones, into the shoes of the people of the Bible. See, it's easy to preach at you. But let's put ourselves in Joseph's place. Then that makes a difference, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Put yourself in Mary's place. Yeah. Put yourself in Elizabeth's place. Elizabeth was an old woman. And Elizabeth said, I'm pregnant. Yeah, you're pregnant. Well, I guess, and the people from the temple said, well, I guess his name going to be Zacharias Jr. No, his name going to be John. And then Zacharias opened his mouth and, and the angel said, okay, dumb. He stopped letting him speak until he accepted the will of God. You know, God will shut you up until you're ready to accept. I'm preaching up in this place. What he wants, this thing is deep. Lord, have mercy. Now, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. So, so, so we, see, we, we see a dreaming persuasion in verse 20, in verse 21 to 25, a divine promise, and his name shall be called Jesus Savior, for he shall save his elected people from their sins. He didn't, he didn't come to save Adolf Hitler. He didn't come to say Idi Amin. He came to save those that had been chosen, those that were elected, those that, and in fact, and y'all looking at me funny, that's good. Let me take my glasses off. Jesus said, no man can come to me unless the Father first draw him. Is that in your Bible? And all that comes to me, I will no wise lose any. Didn't Jesus say that? Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Check it out. Verse 22 says, now this was done that it might be fulfilled. Isaiah 7, 14, a virgin, Amar in the Hebrew, and his name shall be called what? Now I'm going to take you all to school. Look up a pastor. I, I know you know the eight parts of speech. I know you know uh, uh, all the things relative to declarative and sentences and all that. But check this out. When you look at names, there's a prefix and a suffix. Are y'all with me? Prefix is what before, suffix is what after. Anytime you see the derivative, the derivative of E-L, whether in a prefix or suffix, it's got something to do with God. Elijah means he's God's man. Are y'all getting this? Yeah, uh-huh. And not only Elijah, Dan, look, look at the suffix, Danielle, E-L. Are you getting that? Come on now, y'all. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, and, and, and here he says his name shall be called, look, look at the suffix, E-L, Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Meaning that when Mary had a baby, it was God coming on earth to enter the human race. And he came upon his own, his own received him not, but as many as received him. And, and the word was made, verse 14 of John chapter 1, flesh and tabernacled among us. We, do, we, don't, we don't choose to, y'all need to come to call a Bible study. Listen, tabernacled among us. Why did John use that phrase? Because the tabernacle was up 33 years. Jesus was alive 33 years. Then he left. After 33 years of the tabernacle, then they built a permanent temple. <sighs> and the writer of the Hebrew says that all this stuff in the church is, amen, everything relative to the church age is, listen, a form of a tabernacle, temple, but then we're going to go to heaven, a temple not made with hands. Eternal. Are y'all getting this? In, in the heavens. Shh. Emmanuel, 
God is with us. Now, I'm going to get out your way, but I, what keeps messing me up is the fact I wasn't saved all my life. No, no, I wasn't, no, I wasn't. And neither were you, but I'm going to leave that one alone. Neither were you. You know what messes me up? That according to this Bible, what's hard for me to believe is that when I was not only seven years in the military, but in the world, going in and out of clubs on a Friday night, high, fornicating, running the streets, doing all my partying, cabarets, that God was right there with me. Ho, 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 ho. Hebrews 1.14. And then God dispatched an angel to, be, to go everywhere I went. Now, now let me stop. I, I don't know if we can take this. You mean I took my angel into the places that I went? Places of ill reproof, places one, one, one way in, one way out. Some places where we couldn't discern who was who and what was what. I'll leave that one alone. Do, do you know an angel was watching you? An angel was walking with you. An angel was, uh, while you slept, he was by your bed. Do you, what, what, wait, wait, you said, where you get that from? Hebrews 1.14. And, and, and here's what messes me up. You mean God, you loved me so much. When I lived a dirty, disgustful life, your angel had a sword drawn to make sure that nothing happened to me because he was given the word, bringing back unharmed because he is an heir of salvation. Can I get a witness? Child, child of God, see that's what keeps must me up. And child of God, listen to me, listen to me. If once I learned this, I had the responsibility to praise his name day and night because he's worthy. You mean people I grew up with that are in hell, you let me go to heaven, people. Lord have mercy. People I went to school with, amen, was strung out on drugs and OD'd and got shot and in prison for double lifetimes. But here am I, clothed in my right mind. Here am I, standing behind a pulpit. Can I, not in the pub, but I'm preaching the unsearchable riches of my Christ. Here am I. Can I get a witness? I want to say thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Uh, uh, thank you, Lord. There is, and hang in there, a diligent uh -huh, uh, priority. And when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, chapter 1, chapter 2, verse 1, in the days of Herod, here he comes. Satan is coming after you. Satan wants to destroy the baby. Can I get a witness? Hey, hey, amen. He was born in a manger. That means he was born in a stable. That means God tabernacled Jesus out of a throne room. Lord, have mercy. Where he is king. And he lights up the heavens. And... Amen. Compressed him, as my pastors say, into a seed and put the seed in Mary's womb. And when he came out the womb, can I get a witness? Uh, Jesus <laughs> was surrounded by cows and sheep, manure and urine, in a stable, in a manger. Can I get a witness? Because he that was rich became poor. He that knew no sin took on sin. Can I get a witness? And child of God, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. The Bible says not only was he in a manger, but amen, he performed miracles and there was a mysterious undertaking. Can I get a witness that when Jesus was born, a detachment of angels shot out in the black sky and started singing glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill towards men. Shepherds got scared and can I get a witness and, and, and the Magi said, uh, where is he born king of the Jews that we may worship him, that we may give him three gifts. Can I get a witness? Three presents that will look futuristically to his death. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Do I have a witness? Gold means deity. Frankincense is burial fluid. And myrrh is a good smelling 
appointment uh, that we're going to present this at his birth to indicate what kind of death he's going to have. Can I get a witness? And through all of this, Mary became complexed and she became pondered and she became confused. She pondered his calling. She pondered his critics. She pondered his crucifixion. She was standing there under the cross looking up at her firstborn son bleeding and being spit upon and, and soldiers running around the cross said he saved others but he cannot save himself. Can I get a witness? And Mary, Mary was pondered at the Great Commission when 500 uh, uh, believers got together and Jesus said, all power is given unto me in heaven and earth, therefore go. Can I get a witness? And the problem in the church, we won't go nowhere. Can I get a witness? Go and evangelize, witness, get people saved. Can I get a witness? Take them out of hell and put them into heaven. Can I get a witness? But child of God, she pondered. And your mother and my mother, your, your grandmother and my grandmother, there were times in their life, you never knew about it. They were up late at night pondering, how am I going to feed these children? Pondering, where am I getting money for school clothes? Pondering, uh, how am I pay this bill? Can I get a witness? But here's what blows my mind, you would have never known it. Can I get a witness? Uh, they, they weren't victims. They didn't come in the church talking about, well, somebody please help me. I got three kids and I can't dress them. They never did that. Uh, do I have a witness? See, you, they, they, they had a faith in them. Lord, have mercy. That, that would allow them to finish this thing. Uh, do I have a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus that Mary, 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 Mary called a conference meeting with her soul. And we all will call conference meetings with our soul. And God will let you call a conference meeting. And God's going to work it out. Everything Satan works in, God works it out. Isn't that right? Every time Satan takes a hit, God brings us out. Can I get a witness? Uh, the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, Paul says, I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. Isn't that right? Paul says, I know how to get hit. I know how to abase. I know how to abound. See, growing up the way I did in the 50s and 60s, growing up the way I did, uh, I, I'm flexible. Can I get a witness? I can eat a bologna sandwich and watch television with a glass of milk and be contented. Or I can go to a five-star restaurant and have... Uh, short ribs or uh, a nice medium rare steak. Can I get a witness uh, with a baked potato and something else on a salad bar? I can enjoy both parts because, see, through life you learn. Can I get a witness? You got to learn something. You got you to gotta learn this part before you can appreciate this part. Uh, do I have a witness? You got to learn that he's able to meet you on this side and he's, he's able to meet you on this side and you ought to praise him for the little and praise him for the much and thank him for the hurt and thank him for the help. You got to have a balance in your life. The final mother is Eunice. 2 Timothy 1 verse 3, Eunice, the mother of Timothy and Lois, the grandmother, they, uh, they had young Timothy and their thing is not infliction, yeah, their thing is influence. They prepared a son and Lois and Eunice were Jewish women. Timothy's father was Greek, he's not mentioned, but they laid a foundation in this boy's life. Can I get a witness? Didn't they lay a foundation? They, they laid a foundation of genuine faith. See, genuine faith is not what these ignoramuses preach on television. Yeah, I, I, I need to start talking about it. Genuine faith is a deposit of God's word in your life that you have a confidence that no matter what comes your way, I know he's at work. Can I get a witness? That no matter what happens in your children's life, I know he's going to do something. And, and Paul starts looking at those superlatives. He will do far exceedingly, ab 
abundantly above all that you ask or think. Now, now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry, young people, y'all, 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 hold up. God said through Paul, I'm going to do stuff you can't even think about. It's beyond your comprehension. Can I get a witness? You asking for a loaf of bread, I'm getting ready to give you a bakery. Uh, can I get a witness? You, you asking for a morsel of meat, I'm getting ready to give you a meat house. Can I get a witness? And child of God, you and I got to learn that when genuine faith is in place, I just keep on keeping on. Can I, I take a licking and keep on ticking? I keep on praising his name in spite of my problems and perplexities. I'm going to, I choose to die in faith. Can I get a witness? Faith is the substance of things that's hoped for, the evidence of things that's not seen. For by it, the elders, I'm preaching up in this place, were established, child of God. Faith is saying to my soul, it's all going to be all right. Um, even though the man is going to cut the gas off, the electricity's already cut off. The water won't work, but my God is able. In the able, he's able to keep you saying, saying, there was a genuine faith. And listen to this. Why did Timothy need a genuine faith? I'm glad you asked. We're closing. Timothy had problems. Timothy had a faith problem. Timothy had a flesh problem. Timothy had a fortitude problem. He was pastor in the church at Ephesus. So his mother said, through Paul, Paul had to say through his mother, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a disciplined mind. Mm. People who are living by faith, they don't lose it. They don't go crazy. They don't commit suicide. Somebody need to preach it. They don't OD on pills. When you live in by faith, every time you get to the edge of your road, help is on the way. Can I get a witness? Every time you're getting ready to give up, Jesus shows up. Can I get a witness? Every time you're getting ready to throw the towel in, uh, do I have a witness? Jesus is going to redress you. Uh, do I have a witness? And, and he had a faith. He had a faith problem, but he had a flesh problem. Paul kept telling Timothy, flee youthful lusts. Flee them, run away from them, because they war against your soul. I came here 29 years ago, I said, boy, I can't win. I kiss the sisters, I'm fresh. I don't kiss them, I'm funny. Can I get a witness? So let me be funny and fresh. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Are y'all getting this? In the name of Jesus. And child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God, uh, 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 Eunice prepared young Timothy. Fight the good fight of faith. Uh, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. You got to endure some stuff. God ain't going to remove everything that this is, 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 it makes you feel uncomfortable. You got to endure some stuff. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I just got to endure some stuff. I got to carry some conflict. Come on now. I'm trying to help you out. I got to, come on now. I got to keep praying about my perplexities. Can I get a witness? I got to claim stuff that's going on in my comfort zone. I got to keep on fighting this fight because help is on the way. Well, how do you know help is on the way? I'm coming in because I called on that one name. And that's the name of Jesus. And when you call Jesus... The songwriter said, Jesus tells everybody in heaven, hush, hush, somebody's calling my name. Hush, can I get a witness? And he's worthy, and he's worthy, he's worthy to be praised. How did we come this far? We come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord. Can I get a witness? I'm closing. I got saved and truly saved, 77, 78. 
Came out of the military in 74. I went to prayer meeting. I was the only one there under 70. All the mothers of the church were sitting there. So I said, Lord, I want to give my life to you. And I'm sitting there with my head down in prayer meeting. And, and the mother of the church said, anybody got any testimonies? And this old lady stood up. She was 90-something. She said, yeah, baby. And I'm expecting this spectacular <clears throat> testimony. So she got up and said, well, you know, I, I was in my kitchen last week. And I had two chickens to fry. And I looked at my cat and I didn't have enough oil. So I stretched my hands out to Jesus and said, Lord, stretch this oil so I can cook my two chickens. And when she said that, I looked up and said, what in the world is this? And her testimony was, and you know what? I fried both chickens because the Lord stretched my grease. I said, I'm out of here. <laughs> can I get a witness? Won't, won't the Lord stretch your grease? Won't the Lord make a way out of no way? Won't the Lord do far exceedingly, abundantly above all that you ask or think in the Lord to thine own understanding but in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths what a day let's give all mothers a hand clap come on now a praying mother a pondering mother a preparing mother praise his name let's stand on our feet everybody heads bowed eyes closed if you're here today and you need to be saved, Jesus died for your sins, was buried and rose again, just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. I couldn't think of a better day. You want to give your life to Jesus, raise your hand. He died for all your sins. Is there one? Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join our church in your Christian experience, raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Now, the youngest mother here, I want you to come up. 17, 18, and 19. 16, 17, 18, and 19. Youngest mother, come up. Come on, youngest mother. Youngest mother, come on. Youngest mother. Balcony, just come on down. Youngest mother. 19, 20, 21, 22. She's coming. Youngest mother. Praise Jesus. Let's get Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. All right. Thank you, brother. Now, while she's coming, the oldest mother, 85, 90, above, you come. Come on now, step out. Come on, step out. Step out. Praise him. Hallelujah. Come on, darling. Come on, baby. Saying right here, I love you too, baby. Right here, come on, baby. Uh, Stand right here, face this congregation. Look at the look of Jesus. Now, hold it. Now, praise Jesus. There you go, my brother. All right. That's your mom. Praise Jesus. How old are you? Eighty-five. Come on. Stand right here. Now I bet you y'all were pistols in the '30s. But praise the Lord. How how are you, doll? How old are you? Been? Ninety-seven. You stand, you stand, you stand. Come here, come here, come here. You stand over here. You stand over here, baby. You stand, now let her hand go. You stand over here. You stand over here. In fact, you stand in front of the cross. Praise Jesus. Is there, is there, we got the oldest and the youngest. All right, where's, where's Marcia? Come on, man. Praise Jesus. You get three, darling. You get three. You get three. How old are you, baby? I'm 90. 90? You look mighty good, girl. All right. How old are you, baby? 85. All right. How old are you, darling? 85. Oh, bless the Lord. 
Now, where's my youngest? Where's my youngest? Where's my youngest? Come on now. Come on now. Where's my youngest? 17, 18, 19, 20. Come on, come on down. We want to put a flower in your hand. Because you, cause you got work ahead of you. Come on now. Are they coming? Oh, there she, there she go. Love you, baby. Love you. Right here, flowers. Praise Jesus. Oh, that's great. Now, here's what we're going to do. Let's, again, applaud all of our mothers. Come on. Yeah. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. And on the way out, you all, all, all you mothers get flowers. Sign up for the picnic. Sign up for the marriage retreat. We love you. We thank God for you. Listen, Hannah was a praying mother. Mm-hmm. Mary, amen, was a perplexed, pondering mother. And Eunice was a preparing mother. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you for this service. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the examples in Scripture that had to go through things that we're going through right now. But they came out victorious. And we applaud all mothers today. And the mothers that have gone home to be with the Lord will see them again. Now bless your name and bless our day in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. We love you. Have a great day.